God has been taking us on a series titled Denying Yourself and Following Jesus. We have again, by the help of the Holy Ghost, established why this is very important. We mentioned that today there are many Christians, but some are half dead, like the Bible described by Ephraim. I mean, Jeshurun. Jeshurun had eaten and he walked strong and he kicked, kicking against God and so on. So when we deny ourselves, what it means is that it takes denial to be able to fast and pray, to be able to wake up in the morning to pray. It takes denial. It, I tell you, it takes a lot of, lot of self-discipline. It takes a lot of sacrifice. But the good news is this. Why you pay that? You didn't know that you're actually securing your own soul. When Paul was praying for Timothy, he said, by doing this, you preserve your own soul and the soul of others. So when we wake up in the morning to pray and to seek God, I tell you one thing, you are preserving your soul. You are preserving the soul of your member of your household. You are preserving the soul of the community. Not only that, when Jesus comes, when you, when you go to heaven, there's a big reward waiting for you. And my prayer is that you will not fall into the trap of the wicked in Jesus' name. Uh, turn your Bible with me to the book of Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. I'm going to read from verses 57 to 62. And so we started looking at the cost. What does it cost to follow Jesus? We mentioned that you need to have an encounter with him first. We also mentioned by the help of the Holy Ghost that you need to be uh, discipled. You need to be trained. You need to learn the process. You need to learn uh, how to become like Christ. And also that's part of what we are doing this morning. And then this morning, now, and it came to pass that as they went to Luke 9, 57, and it came to pass that as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. And Jesus said unto him, Foxes have holes, and birds of the air have nets, but the Son of Man had nowhere to lay his head. And he said unto another, Follow me. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. You will not have reason to bury anyone in this year in the name of Jesus. You will not have reason to sorrow over any member of your family in the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus said unto him, let the dead bury their dead, but go down and preach the kingdom of God. But go down and preach the kingdom of God. And another said, Lord, I will follow thee. But let me go Go bid them farewell, which are at home at my house. And Jesus said unto him, No man, no man, no man. That is very specific. Whenever God wants to address her, he addresses us specifically. It's not as a family or as a group. He said, No man, having put his hand to the plow and looking back, his feet. For the kingdom of God. You are going to pray and say, Father, Father, I have laid my hand on your kingdom. Please don't, don't let me see reasons to, to turn back. Mm -hmm. 
keep me to the end. Make that your prayer, wherever you may be this morning. Lord, I have laid my hand on the plow. I have laid my hand on the kingdom of God. I will not look back. No turning back. No turning back. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow my Jesus. No turning back. No, 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 no turning back. The war before me, the cross behind me. The war before me, the cross behind me. The war before me, the cross behind me. No turning back, Lord Jesus, no turning back. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Number three, what is the cost of denying yourself and following Jesus? It demands, after you have been discipled, you need to begin to preach the kingdom of God. Now, Jesus Christ said, in verse 60, Jesus said unto him, Let the dead bury their dead, but go down and preach the kingdom of God. When you preach the kingdom of God, you are simply advertising Jesus. When you preach the kingdom of God, you are telling others about God. When you preach the kingdom of God, you are telling others of life, eternity with God. When you preach the kingdom of God, you are bringing peace and, and unity even to the community. Brethren, they will live in the world where there's a lot of wickedness here and there. But what we help, what we address these problems is the kingdom of God but there is need for people to preach it. So one of the ways to know that we are disciples of Christ is that we are devoted to preaching the kingdom of God. Where you preach, it's like you are passing a message. You are advocating for something. You are standing for something. You are, you are saying, this thing that I'm telling you is true. So that means you yourself, you must have had an understanding of the kingdom of God before you can begin to preach it to others. When we preach, we must not give excuses for not preaching the kingdom of God. In the book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 2 and 3, the Bible said, Preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reproof, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. 
we already in that time. But after their own loss, shall heap to themselves. What would they heap to themselves? Uh, if you are looking at your Bible, I want you to unmute your device. What would they heap to themselves? Unmute your device and tell us. What would they heap to themselves? Teachers. 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 Amen. Teachers. Mm -hmm. Teachers. 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 Teachers having eaten years. Mm. Now, so verse two tells us what what is involved in preaching the kingdom of God to your members of your immediate family, your colleagues at work, to your neighbor, even to your own children, even to your own family, to your own spouse. Now, particularly if they are not saved. Now, verse two says, preach the word, be instant in season and out of season. That means don't only preach the word during summer. Everybody is easy to preach the word during summer. Why? Because there is no snow. And the weather is very wonderful at that time. But during when it is minus 40, will you still be preaching the word? Paul said, be instant in season, out of season. That means preach it always. In the bus, preach the kingdom of God. In your class. As the opportunity arises, preach the kingdom of God. In your faculty, preach the kingdom of God. Why? Because that is one of the price. That is one of the demands that have been laid on us as people that are following Jesus. Now, what is in preaching the world? In preaching, there's reproof. There's reproof. Now, nobody likes reproof. But in the preaching of the word of God, there is reproof. And when we are reproved and we take to we take we take it to heart, then we are transformed, we become like Christ. We are delivered from old habits, we are delivered from bad things, we are delivered from the trap of the enemy. So you reprove, for instance, one of the sins that God hates is when you call a righteous man a wicked man. One of the sins that God hates is when you justify. The wicked. It is one of the greatest things that God hates. In the book of Proverbs, it was talking about six things and seven things that God hates. So when you reprove, you see somebody say, you know, somebody took another person's uh, wife. And because they will bring their, maybe they will give you gift. And then you can't tell them what they did is wrong. No. So to reprove, at that point, they need, they, that person needs to be reproved. What you did is wrong. You need to repent so you don't go to hell. And then, with the grace of God and the mercy of God, the person repents and do what needs to be done, and then the person gains freedom back. And God's blessing comes upon the person. So in preaching, there's reproof. Reproof. Now, rebook. Rebook is a little bit deeper than, re than reproof. When you rebook somebody, you rebook, you know, it's, it's a sharp, a sharp rebook. Uh, you know, an average person doesn't like to be rebooked. A good example is John the Baptist. That was why John the Baptist was put in prison. Why? He was rebooking Herodia and, uh, you know, he was rebooking even the, 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 the king. And what was it? He said, it is not right for you to take your brother's wife. How will you be taking your brother's wife? That was, the, that was the simple thing John was telling the people. But then he got upset. And the Herodia accepts too. 
because of its descendant of Jezebel. She herself collided with the king. I pray for you in the name. Anyone demanding your help, they will go for you in the name of Jesus. Anyone demanding the head of any member of your family, they will go for you in the name of Jesus. Now, rebook. Rebook. Somebody tell you know, somebody tells you that uh, you are talking to somebody and is smoking. Don't be, don't be afraid to say you need to stop smoking. It's not good for your health. Your body is the temple of God. So in preaching the word of God, you need to all these things must be there. If it's not there, it's not complete. Now, what's the next thing? Exhort with long, with all long suffering. When you exhort somebody like, you know, just like they maybe 10 or 12 minutes or you know, a few minutes of exhortation that we do every month. When you exhort, it's like you are charging somebody. That is what it means. To exhort is you are, you know, charging somebody. You are lifting up somebody's spirit. You are saying, uh, wake up from your slumber. Now, exhort with all long suffering. That means in the process of preaching, there will be a word of hope coming. In the process of preaching, there will be a word that lifts somebody's spirit. Maybe somebody is trying to give up. In the process of preaching, there's exhortation that comes in there and that revives the person's life. Now, I pray for somebody this morning in the name of Jesus. The hand of the Lord will make it happen in this week that help us we locate you in Jesus' name. And it says doctrine. That's the last one. So we are looking at what is in inside preaching. Doctrine. You must teach doctrine. Doctrines are like um, are like patterns, spiritual you know, structures, principles that have been followed over the years. You must preach it. For instance, the doctrine of abstinence. We must preach it. Some churches don't believe in the Trinity. Some don't believe in Jesus. Some only believe God. Some say there is no Holy Spirit. We must teach those doctrines. We, we know, you know, say, the, some churches don't talk about heaven and hell, and it is a reality. There is heaven and there is hell. We must teach those doctrines. Uh, you know, we don't, you know, we rarely hear about maybe about the holiness and sanctification. Um, you know, we must teach it about abstinence. We must teach it doctrines. That means the things that are like practices that people must observe, the word of God. So brethren, as you go out this morning, preach the word of God. That's one of the ways. That's what it means to deny yourself. It might not be convenient. That's why Paul said in season, and out of season. As you go out today, the Lord will rest upon you. His hand will rest upon you. And in the name of Jesus, as you stand to preach his word, God will confirm his word in your life with wonders in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to pray. There is great reward when you preach the word of God in season and out of season. So I want you to pray. As you go out today, the Lord will fill your mouth even with his word. That whether you're in the bus with your colleague, maybe just a track for somebody. That will change somebody's life in the name of Jesus. So you are going to pray and say, Father, order my step today. 
in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and appreciate him. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. I thank you for the word you have brought unto us. Order my staff today in the name of Jesus. Now, if you are here this morning, you are not born again. You have not invited Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know God is giving you an opportunity. All you need to do is open up your heart. Accept that you are, you are a sinner and you need a redeemer. And the redeemer is the person of Jesus Christ. Now, if you are here this morning, all you need to do is just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this morning as sinner. Please forgive me my sin. Write my name in the book of life. As from today, Lord Jesus, remove the desire for sin and plant the desire for righteousness in my heart. Fill me with your spirit, Lord Jesus, and keep me to the end. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Lord, save their soul. Forgive them their sins. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Finally, you are going to pray and say, Father, you are going to say, Father, please remember me for good today. As I go out, let's make that our prayer in the name of Jesus. As you preach the kingdom of God, it brings you in favor with God. It brings you in favor with man. In the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, remember me. Remember your children for good. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to stretch forth your hand. And if you are sick in your body, in any part of your body, just lay your hand on your body or you lay your hand on that part where you are sick. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to thank you for all your children. I want to thank you for your word you have brought unto us this morning. Again, bringing your word that we need to deny ourselves and follow you. And in the process, we need to preach your kingdom. Lord, I pray this morning for fresh grace to be able to preach your kingdom. Let it rest upon your children in the name of Jesus. Let it rest upon me in the name of Jesus. This morning, I pray, Lord, for all your children as they go out. Today, let divine help and locate your children. Lord, remember them for good. Whatever they set their heart to accomplish in this week, enjoy divine speed. Enjoy divine favor in the name of Jesus. You are going out in full. You will come back with testimony in the name of Jesus. Your name will not be registered in mortuary. Your, the name of your children will not be registered in mortuary. The name of your husband or wife will not be registered in mortuary. In the name of Jesus. Accident forbidden in the name of Jesus. Attack of any kind forbidden in the name of Jesus. The mark of the Lord is upon you. The mark of favor. The mark of exemption in the name of Jesus. It shall be well with you. If you are sick in your body, be healed in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. In Jesus' powerful name, we are praying. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Give it to your neighbor. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life and you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.